So, all right. Ang pinukusapan natin last week was about the three chairs. Yung three chairs represents kung saan ka nakatayo in relation to God. And ang tatlong upuan, na three, na nandito, ay kumakatawan ng, or kumata, you know, just shows you kung saan ka nakatayo. Maybe ang first chair is you, na you mayroong commitment. You have a, a real relationship. A committed relationship with God na authentic. A certified authentic. Or kung ikaw na sa second chair, you might be just uh, comfortable. May, may, hindi, dito, may relationship, dito may religion ka. May religion ka. Comfortable ka kasi may compromise. Minsan, dito ka sa piling ng Diyos. Minsan, dito ka nakisaw-saw sa kaibigan sa world. At minsan, uh, yan, mapakitang tao na I'm a, a religious person. Dito naman, ginagawa na yung desires na hindi godly. And so, this person believes in God. Tinanggap niya si Jesus. Pero it's a chair of compromise. Kung ito, authentic, dito sa chair nito, acting. Nagpapakunyari. And the third chair is a chair of continued rejection. Not relationship, not religion, but rejecting God. Ito yung chair na kung saan it's not authentic, it's not even acting, it's against. Hindi tinanggap ni si Jesus. Wala siyang balak na mag-depend kay Lord. Kasi nag-depend sa sarili niyang ways, how to be saved. And today, I don't know if I, I promised you last week, manonood tayo ng pinikula. I know Filipinos love movies, so I got a movie here. We're going to watch the first scene, second scene, third, three scenes. And the first, all of these scenes, I want you to take notes. May, may blank space dyan sa iyong notes. Take notes and isulat mo kung ano yung mga main na takeaways. Manood tayo ng first scene. Steven, there's a ticket and itinerary. Now the rental car is reserved in your name and the hotel is securing with the corporate credit card. Okay. Remember, Stephen, these guys have been in business a long time. They know every angle, so keep your guard up. Yeah, I know. Show no fear. That's right. We did nothing until the lawyers dot in the eye. Right. Call us as soon as the meeting's over. Don't keep us guessing. Okay. All right. Hey, I'll see you on Thursday. Thanks. Thank you. Hey, good luck. Couldn't eat more than luck. Well, you look familiar. I thought you were long gone. Forget something? No. I, uh, I got a phone call. It was Catherine. Catherine? She needs you to call home right away. Man, did you tell her how a plane to catch? Put the cat back on the roof or what? Steven. She sounded serious. I think it's about your dad. Okay, what's up? What's the prognosis? Is 
there's something I can do? Yeah. You're gonna have to make this trip. I gotta go home. Growing up, I wanted to be just like my father. That was my plan. I wanted the life he had. So solid. So uncomplicated. So peaceful. So unlike my own. In his eyes, I never saw that dazed look of uncertainty or fear. It's in God's hands, he'd say. No matter what was happening, it's in God's hands. He was so full of faith, it was contagious. We've been gone too long. There's something special about my parents' home. Something beyond nostalgia. My brother, he calls it contentment. Kate says it's spiritual. All I know is my parents planted a piece of that something deep within me. And for the first time in a long time, I feel it stirring. We're losing him. Stephen, I, I can feel it. Stephen, go to him. Talk to him. I know he can hear you. Tell him that you love him. Tell your daddy goodbye. I gotta tell you, I've seen you looking a whole lot better. <laughs> Is this really happening? This is too much. I... I can't handle this. Who is this? This broken vessel? Locked away fighting this private battle. Is this really my dad? Oh, Dad. I remember you so differently. So very differently. I remember you towering over me. Your hands large and strong. Your voice so comforting. Dad, you poured your life into me. You lived your faith in full view. You gave me everything you had. 
No boy ever knew a better dad. Dad, I need to say some things. Things that I, uh, I just never got around to saying. I guess now's a good time because you can't talk back. <laughs> I know that you and I. We didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. We're just so different. But I swear, with each passing year, I realize how much of you it lives right in here, and I want to be worthy of you. I want to prove that your prayers that they were answered. That they have shaped me and made me who I am. But you know, no matter how successful I am, something is missing, Dad. It's really missing. Something's wrong. I never, I never connected with God the way you did. I just never did. I'm so sorry. I'm not ready to lose you. Dad, I'm so far to go. I'm so far to go. So sa first scene na ito, makikita natin yung grandfather na siya ay yung isang tao na nakaupo sa first chair. He was a first chair believer. Si Stephen, yung anak niya, the dad, he's a highly paid, important business executive. May position siya, may pera siya. He tries to do good, nagpo-provide siya sa pamilya. And I think the Lord would say to him, sa, kaya sa 1 Peter chapter 6, verse 17, teach those who are rich in this world not to be proud and not to trust in their money, which is so unreliable. Karamihan ng mga tao, and maybe you also, ang paniniwala ay finance. Finances are security. That's why you sinasabi, financially secure. Because you think that money is reliable. Pero sabi sa Biblia, money is unreliable. Put your trust in God. Going on sa verse nito, it says their trust should be in God. Dapat in God you stand. In God we depend. Who richly gives us all we need for our enjoyment. And tell them, yung mga may kaya, na to use their money to do good. And by doing this, 
sa paggamit ng lahat ng resources mo sa kaharian ng Diyos, you will be storing up. It's an investment. A treasure as a good foundation for the future so that they can experience true life. Hindi mo kailangan maghanap buhay because Jesus is the life. Maranasan ng true life when you trust in Him. Pero si Stephen ay second chair. Kasi sa kanya, yung pagtingin niya sa father niya, alam niya nang ang father ay isang tunay, authentic na believer kay Jesus. But this time, nung nakita niya, yung tatay niya may sakit and in very serious condition. Nasa deathbed na siya. So when Stephen saw yung father niya napaka-weak, napaka-broken, it did something to him. Nagulat siya. It made him look into the mirror. Look into his own soul. Nakaroon siya ng soul searching and nakita niya for the first time na there's something wrong pala sa buhay ko. May kulang. Hindi niya nakita yan before, pero now nakita niya yung father niya na going out of this life. Nakita niya, oops, something's wrong sa buhay ko. Sabi niya, I'm far away sa Diyos. He saw the authentic faith at kinumpare niya sa sarili niyang panampalataya sa Diyos na parang, it's fake. It's empty. Nakita, nakita niya yung dependence kay God sa tatay niya, pero sa, sa kanya, nagdidepend siya sa galing niya, sa negotiating skills, sa business, sa finances. And he sinabi niya, I never connected with God the way you did. So he realized that he's far away from God. And now we're gonna watch the second clip, which naman is another interaction between second chair and the third chair, yung anak ni Stephen. Watch this, second. I haven't heard you sing like that since Sunday school. Well, it's, uh, it's one of his favorites. So, uh, when did you get in? Late. Late last night. So how are you doing? Shouldn't you be in school? Well, I don't see it that way. Don't you have midterms coming up? I wanted to be with Grandpa. And I think he knows I'm here. Well, I think he also knows that you have a responsibility to your education. Hey, I taught you to pray, didn't I? I mean, a prayer in the library would have been sufficient. I'm sure your Grandpa would understand I that. I don't believe in prayer. I mean, lip service. That's no substitute for, for being there. Mm. But uh, you you wouldn't understand that, would you? Can we come outside, please? Talk. I don't know why we've managed to avoid it so far. This is not the way I intended us to end up. We started out so well. Someone along the way 
I allowed a thousand little duties, trivialities, to silence and smother our love. I look into my son's eyes, and I see a stranger, my own son, a stranger. He sees the world so differently than I. Where, where is he? Where is his Christian heritage? Sean, you know, the world wasn't always the way it is today. I mean, when I was a kid, things were a lot simpler, more moral, and neighbors actually uh, knew each other's names. And on Sunday mornings, everybody went to church. Now, I know that sounds really old-fashioned to you, but that's what I remember, and that's the way I raised you. Yeah, well, uh, you were real big on the church going when it was convenient for you. But uh, you made sure I was raised by the daycare or, or the Boy Scouts or the coach. <laughs> I, I did the best that I knew how. I thought that you were getting what you needed. No. No way. No. No, it, it wasn't about me. You were getting what you needed. A nice, simple life in the suburbs. No messes. Other people always did the messy work for you. You know, it, it makes me wonder. Why are you here? I mean, haven't you heard? Death is messy work. Why am I here? Why am I here? He's my father. I am here. To prove that I'm his son. What does that mean? I don't know. I, I just... Uh, I have lost something. I have... His, his passion is... Uh, his focus. His faith. Sean, you're wrong. Your grandfather was a man of... great Christian commitment. And he tried to pass that on to me. But... I only took a part of that faith. And then I built my life on, on different values. I tried to pass my father's faith on to you. But you didn't want any of it because of what you, you've seen in me. Something is really going wrong here. And I need to figure that out. I need to understand that before he leaves us. That dying old man back there is one of the few things that connects us. Oh, Sean. You know, until you have a child of your own, you, you, you just can't understand the kind of uh, joy and, and love that, that fills your heart when you look, you look into the face of your own baby. It actually gives you a sense of nobleness to, to want to be more than who you are, what you could ever be. And you have a passion to pass 
something, um, something good in the hands of the next generation. Well, it's a little late for moralizing. Sean, Sean, your grandfather, he passed on a priceless inheritance of being sold out for God. I, I have spoiled it. I've stumbled and really, really spoiled it. But if I could have one wish for you, son, it would be for you to receive what that man did his best to give me. I know that I am a, I'm a disappointment to you. And I know that what I'm saying can't begin to make up for all the mistakes that I've made. But I want you to know that being your father is the best honor I have ever received. It's joy watching you become a man. I just wish that I would have held you more as a little boy. And I... I wish that I would have been there for you. And I wish I would have said, I'm proud of you. I missed a lot of opportunities, Sean. And you suffered for it. You know, I look at you and I think, hey, I must have done something, right? So, ipinakita ang anak sa dad niya na inis siya at hurt sa kanya. Parang wala siyang respeto sa, sa tatay niya. No? And hindi sila close. Kasi makaiba talaga ang kanilang beliefs. Iba yung values nila. Sa dad niya, nakabilang upo, nasa, nakaupo sa second chair, Mas mahalaga sa kanya ang career, education, kaysa kay God. Malaking pera, so that makakapagbigay ng good education sa anak niya. At may enjoy niya ng easy, comfortable life. Yan ang kanyang perspective kung ano ang pagiging successful bilang isang tatay or father or man. The second chair person, gaya ng sinabi ko kanina, hindi siya nag-reject kay God. Tinanggap niya si Jesus. It's just that, hinahabol siya ng ibang priorities. Sabi niya, hinayaan ko ng a thousand other duties and priorities to get in the way. And it's like what Jesus said nung nagkwento siya ng story about the four soils, yung seed na nalaglag sa matinik na lupa. And it looked like, at first, parang lalago ito. Mabubunga, bubunga ito. But in Mark chapter 4, verse 19, sabi ni Jesus, but these people, represented by the thorny soil, these people start worrying about the needs of this life. And he says that they are fooled, niloko sila, by the desire to get rich and to have all kinds of other things. So the message, the message of the kingdom of God, it gets choked out and never produces anything. Nothing eternal. May religion siya, oo, kasi itong father, talagang he respects Christianity, he respects it. So meron siyang religion, but it's not really following Jesus, not really serving the kingdom. It's pang external show lang. All the while, Ang kanyang pamumuhay actually is living para sa sarili niyang pangarap na hindi connected 
sa Diyos. And the son, yung anak, he knew the father's faking. Hindi siya, you know, alam niya na papakunyari lang. And then, there was a time na at least nag-humble down si Stephen. He realized na, oh nga pala, kalahating puso ako. Parang, it's a half-hearted. I'm not really seeking God bilang number one sa buhay. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 24, sabi ni Jesus, No one can serve two masters. For either you will hate one and love the other, or you will devote yourself to one and despise the other. Because you cannot serve both God and be enslaved to money. This man was second chair, trying to live two different lives. Isang paa sa Christian heritage, yung kabilang paa sa ways and values ng mundo. And he lost his father's passion and focus and faith. At nagpatayo na kanyang buhay, na kanyang pamilya, at kanyang future, pinatayo lahat ito sa buhangin. Hindi katulad ng wise man, sabi ni Jesus, a wise man builds his house, builds buhay niya, Sa bato, on the solid rock of the unchanging principles of God's Word. And now, namamatay na ang Father. The anchor of hope. At sabay, nararanasan na yung anak niya, grew up, na may sariling utak. At walang closeness, at hindi, hindi respecting yung anak niya. So, punong-puno siya ng mga regrets because he missed out sa mga opportunities to enjoy kung ano yung really important sa buhay like family, faith, and true fulfillment. Yung nakita niya sa buhay ng tatay niya. And in Matthew chapter 16, verse 26, sabi ni Jesus, even if you were to gain all the wealth and power sa mundo. At the cost of losing eternal life, what good would that be? And what could be more valuable to you than your own soul? Kasi akala nila, yun ang way to have a good life. Pero Stephen experienced regret. And yung third year, the son, hindi lang regret. He's just lost. Wala siyang direction sa buhay niya. He's hostile, resentful. Masama ang loob niya sa tatay niya. Sigurado lalabas ito sa kanyang future marriage. Hindi, mas, hindi masasabi na good chance for a solid, stable marriage and family someday. Ko ano yung naranasan niya sa tatay, most likely i-repeat ito sa kanyang future children. Yung samang loob ng tatay niya, lalabas yan sa kanyang rebellious attitude at work and with his spouse. He doesn't believe in God. Hindi siya naniniwala sa prayer. At wala siyang balak na mag-simba o mag-worship kay God. Wala siyang balak na maglingkod sa Diyos at connect yung buhay niya sa kaharian ng Diyos. Bakit? Dahil wala siyang relationship kay God. Makinig ka sa akin. Most parents na nakaupo sa second chair, 
Inuulit ko, ito hindi mga bad people na nanginiwala, mga church-going people ito. Most parents na nakaupo sa second chair, yung mga anak nila will end up being in the third chair. Naintindihan nyo? Huwag mong isipin na pag second chair ako, ganun din ang gagawin ng mga anak ko. No? If you're a first chair Christian, most likely ang mga anak mo will also be second chair. A first chair. But if you're a second chair, most likely your children will be third chair. Because nakikita niya yung father's example at yung kanyang influence ay hindi consistent, hindi godly. So usually the kids will rebel against their parents' faith. And then the father is also tumingin sa anak niya na parang nainis din siya. Sino ba ito? Ba't kanya nang pagsasalita sa akin? Ano pa? Parang stranger. Wala siyang utang na loob. Wala, parang ganyan. Ba't hindi siya close sa akin? Bakit wala siyang respeto? You know, he realized something has gone really, really wrong. Kasi casual lang siya. Familiar masyado sa kanyang buhay sa second chair. Akala niya, makiki-ride on siya sa faith ng tatay niya. Akala niya, dahil galing siya sa strong Christian family, I'll be okay. Pero he built his life in the wrong foundation. At sinabi niya, you'll hear him say, I need to return. I need to rebuild my life doon sa covenant foundations. And so, as we watch the third video, you're going to hear Stephen say a prayer of repentance. Now, ay lahat tayo na sasabay din. And I hope yung prayer niya ang magiging prayer din natin. At death, something is passed from parent to child. The sense of place, of responsibility, And something more, something difficult to put into words. As dad is now, I am also on my own with you, God. As a last act, he's pushed me into your arms. Lord, may my grief and your conviction tear away the mask I've worn so long. Clear my vision so I can see again the contours of my heart the way you see it. Turn everything upside down. No, turn everything inside out. Place me back on the path you prepared for me. There's something special about my parents' home. My brother calls it contentment. Kate says it's spiritual. I know now. It's the pulse of God's hand. Moving generations toward eternity. Wooing, guiding, purging, purifying, deep, calling to deep. For a Christian, the grave is not a tragedy, but a mystery. And if you don't turn away, you may discern 
the mystery, if only for a moment. The grave reveals truths, truths greater than any of us. For here, we face our own frailty and the reviving force of our inheritance, a spiritual inheritance that calls across the ages. That gift of God's grace, speaking the words we long to hear. There is yet time to build what has been left undone. To rebuild that which has been torn down and return to the covenant foundations that brought meaning and purpose to life. this chair I make my stand for my wife for my son for my father who taught me well Lord I need to hear your voice again Wow, bumalik siya sa chair ng papa niya. Sabi niya, for a Christian, death is not a problem. The Bible says death is gain. For me to live is Christ. Kasi namatay yung father niya, pero the family was assured na siya ay ligtas, papunta sa heaven, and he will have his reward. Pero yung kanyang death, sabi niya, let this grief move me to rebuild and so, ang application natin is if you are in the first chair, and I hope you are, help someone else have a first-hand encounter, a first-hand encounter with God. Don't help them just join, uh, okay, our church. But not, don't just join our church because that's a religion. Help them have a true first-hand encounter with God. If you are in the second chair, then ang application sa you is reconnect yourself to God. Alam niyo naman yung ano magagawa mo once na ma-disconnect yung internet mo? Ano bang mangyayari? You can't do email, you can't play your mobile choo-choo. Wala kang magagawa kung if you are sitting in the second chair and you don't have that online connection sa Dios. Reconnect yourself to God. Hindi naman siya ang nagputol. Hindi siya ang move away from you. So, how do you do that? Refocus. Reprioritize. Return to Him. And He will return to you. Realign your motives and priorities sa Kanya and rebuild on the right foundation. And if you're in the third chair, and maybe you are, it's okay. But reconsider believing in God, trusting Him, 
maring nagpasyaka na I don't I don't really need to be close to God. I'm doing good. My, I have another idea. Hindi naman ako sumasangayon sa religion. Ito I I'm okay. Kaya ko naman na mamuhay na sa, sa sarili kong alam ko nang yung tama. Alam ko yung mali. So if that's your position, pwede bang i-reconsider? Can you just at least think twice? One more time. I-reconsider. Ano ba ang magiging outcome ng buhay mo kung tuloy-tuloy ka sa path nito na cut off, disconnected from God? Lamo, He's the Creator. And He's the Savior. Wala nang ibang kaligtasan kundi through Jesus. Walang makakapunta sa Ama kundi sa pamamagitan ni Jesus. So, reconsider. And you say, well, I just don't know. I just don't know. Alam mo, ganun ako dati. Nung hindi pa ako Christian at merong evangelist na nagsishare sa akin, sabi ko, well, honestly, I just, I just don't know. Hindi pa ako decided yung ganun. Sabi niya, alam mo, if you live your whole life following Jesus bilang Christian, sabi ko, what if that's wrong? Paano kung hindi naman totoo lahat ng mga yaya, heaven and hell? Sabi niya, if you live your whole life as a Christian following Jesus, and pagdating sa after death na you will find out na wala talagang heaven, walang hell, wala si Jesus, wala. You just die and that's it. Sabi niya, at least yung buhay mo ayos. You will have had uh, the, the, the right ways, the, 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 the clean conscience. You would have done uh, good to people. You would have experienced joy and peace and fulfillment. Kahit na sabihin natin mali ang lahat ng paniniwala mo. Pero kung tama ako at malika at meron talagang impyerno, meron talaga heaven, meron talaga si Jesus, malaki ang loss mo. Papahamak ka. Sobrang exaggerated ng risk mo. Sabi niya, so you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. Kaya sabi ko, there's a deal that Jesus offered you. Come to me. Come to me. And I will give you rest. Come to me. Come believe in me. Lay down your life and follow me. And I will give you true life. Alam mo, that's a good deal. So kung ikaw nasa third tier, I ask you to reconsider. Reconsider the offer that God has for you. And I want to let Bambi close us out. She has a few things to say. And please, please, take a good, long evaluation of your own life, where you are sitting Wow. So doon sa napanood natin mga kapatid, makikita mo ano tanong mo sa sarili na sa sarili mo no, ano ang pinakamahalaga sa iyo? So right now may opportunity ang Lord na binibigay sa atin na magdesisyon ng tama. And let's be honest. Evaluate talaga natin yung self natin. Ako ba ay nasa third chair? Ako ba yung tao na parang wala akong pakialam kay Lord? Yes. Yes, naririnig ko na may Lord. Yes, naririnig ko na may church. Pero, hindi ko type yan. Ibang gusto ko sa buhay. At saka, I don't believe sa prayers. And kung aaminin mo, sometimes nga, baka you don't believe kay God also. You just be honest. And then, second chair, yes, binigay mo yung life mo kay Lord, pero, 50-50 ka. 
hindi ka talaga all in o all out. Meron ka pa rin paa na makamundo. Nagko-compromise. And it's high time for us. Ito dito, high time for you to receive Jesus. Anong ibig sabihin nun? Makipagbati ka na kay Lord through Jesus Christ. And then dito naman, bumalik ka kay Lord. Kasi lumayo ka eh. Dahil naging iba na ang priority mo. Iba na ang importante sa buhay mo. O maaring because nakatuto ka na lang sa pagpaparami ng pera. O baka na-offend ka. Kaya lumayo ka kay Lord. And sa first chair, kung alam mo na nandito ka, patuloy kang mag-recommit kay God every single day. It's not just one time. Kasi may kalaban na gusto ngayang isabotage ang life mo. Sa mga nagnanais na makipagbati kay Lord, pwede bang tumayo ka? Kung halimbawa ikaw naman ay kristyano, pero half-hearted ka, kapag convenient para sa'yo, yun gagawin mo na kay Lord ka. Pero nakikikompromise ka pa rin. Alam mo, na ayaw ng Lord yon pero patuloy mo pa rin ginagawa. Hindi ka all in, all out kay Jesus. Pwede bang tumayo ka? You just be honest. Okay, kausapin mo ang Lord ngayon. Mag one-on-one kayo ni Jesus. Sabi mo, Lord, patawarin mo ako. Isinantabi kita sa buhay ko. And sa araw na ito, gusto ko nang bumalik sa'yo. Isinusuko ko ang buhay ko sa iyo, Lord. Lord, tulungan mo akong makakita muli. At Lord, tulungan mo akong marinig kita. At sumunod sa iyo. Sige, kausapin mo si Jesus. And kung ikaw naman yung nasa first chair, pwede rin tumayo ka. At sabihin mo kay Lord, I-recommit mong life mo na sabi mo, Lord, I recommit my life to you. And tulungan mo akong mag-follow sa'yo, mag-surrender sa'yo every single day, maging very, very dependent at tulungan ng iba na makabalik sa'yo. Gamitin mo ang buhay ko. Yes, Lord. Help us, Lord, to know na malapit ka, hindi ka malayo. And salamat, Lord, ina-acknowledge namin na, Abba Father, Ikaw ang naglalapit sa amin kay Jesus. And Jesus, Ikaw ang daan namin patungo sa Ama. So thank you, thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, just feel niyo po, puspusin niyo ang bawat isa sa amin. Para, Lord, ang buhay namin ay maging kalugod-lugod sa iyo. Thank you, Lord. Hindi mo kami tinitigilan. Napakabuti mo sa amin, napakamapagpatawad, napakapatient, napakaloving despite sa mga decisions namin na mali. Tinutuwid mo kami at tinutulungan mo kaming makagawa muli ng mga tamang decisions sa buhay namin. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen.